Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents The Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about. Some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Spray is brought to you by Pelican Brewing. Born at the Beach. All right, Daily Ticker time here on a Friday. Brought to you in the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born at the Beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. And let's go to the AFC Championship game. We've hit all the three other cities. Time for final number four in Kansas City. And uh, Alex Gold, our good friend from 610 Sports Radio in KC, host of Cody and Gold and that betting show. And Alex Gold on Twitter. Uh, Alex, good morning to you, man. How many people in Kansas City and have you yourself offered to amputate your ankle and donate it to Mahomes for this weekend? Yeah, there's a long line, right? There, there's a long line in KC. Good morning, guys. Ankle watch has been in full effect. It'll, it'll continue right up until kickoff on Sunday. But you know what? People are, people are optimistic now. There's been some good news throughout the week. I think that's also why we've seen some of the betting markets move back towards Kansas City now as a one-and-a-half-point favorite is, you know, seeing some video of him out at practice. He's been a full participant. Uh, for two straight practices. You know, Alex, I, I know you do the BetQL stuff, and you got the gambling show over there in KC. You know, you're in Kansas City, but I am curious, just from a gambling angle, you know a guy has a bit of a bum ankle. You got kind of a hot, feisty defense that's had success against this offense. Where Where are you at right now, just in terms of that line and the way you kind of see the game playing out? So I've got two tickets out there, because at one point the Chiefs were two-and-a-half-point underdogs. And if you're going to give me – Patrick Mahomes is a two-and-a-half-point dog at home in a playoff game. I'm, I'm going to take that every single time, just almost out of, almost out of principle, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I got a two-and-a-half ticket, and then, like most people, uh, a teaser this week where I did tease Kansas City up, and I teased San Francisco up. To, uh, so San Francisco is about an eight-and-a-half, and Kansas City about a two-point, uh, or excuse me, an eight-point favorite in, in the teaser. So that's kind of what how I approached it from that part of betting. Now, right now, Seeing him as a one or one up one and a half point favorite, as we know, I mean that's essentially a pick 'em, right? I mean, at this point, I think eighty four out of the last eighty seven NFL games have been decided by more than a point. So if you have either team at plus one or minus one, you know, you basically are just picking who you think is going to win that thing outright. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Let's get to uh, what you saw from Cincinnati against Buffalo last weekend because I think everybody went into that game. You know, I, I love Cincinnati getting five and a half on the road, but in terms of winning the game, you're like, I don't know, man, three offensive linemen are down. I, they're in Buffalo. It's a tough place to play. I don't know how that's all going to go. I mean, they dominated that football game. Buffalo could not do anything against that offensive line, which to me was still a big head, head scratcher. How do you think Kansas City is poised to try and attack that? Because we focus so much this week on Mahomes and his ankle, can he move? It's like we're kind of forgetting at the same time that Cincinnati, again, likely to be without three of their five starting offensive linemen. Can the Chiefs capitalize on that? That's one of the, the biggest questions, no doubt, because you know this is a Cincinnati O-line even last year that was one of the worst in football, and yet when they played Kansas City, 
uh, they were able to protect Joe Burrow. He got the ball out quickly, and Kansas City barely got near him. I mean, and so much of the conversation this week is also centered around, do you believe this Chiefs defense can actually get sacks? Not just pressure, but get sacks. And to me, I don't, I don't think Kansas City can win this game without getting Joe Burrow sacked that, you know, uh, more, certainly not just one time, but I think multiple times in this game. You know, Chris Jones is a guy that had 15 and a half sacks this year for Kansas City, a career high, tied a career high, yet he's never had a playoff sack in his career, which is just wild. I find it hard to believe that they can win without him getting his first playoff sack. And you're just waiting at some point, when is the O-line going to be problematic for Joe Burrow? But they, they've been able to, at least Kansas City, find a way to come up with a scheme against this Chiefs front uh, that has protected Joe Burrow. I mean, if you go back to the regular season matchup back in week 13, where it was, uh, you know, I'll remind people, still only a three-point win. I mean, it's not like either team uh, has been, been necessarily dominating or anything. But when you look at the game, uh, this was a offensive line that was able to slow down the pass rush. Kansas City got one sack uh, in that game, but it was essentially a gimme sack. Joe Burrow gave himself up, but he was just sitting back there carving up the middle of the field, carving up the zone. It was just no problem for Joe Burrow. He did not make a single mistake, and that obviously, uh, if that happens again, the Chiefs will be going home again. Why, why do you think the Bengals have all the success against Kansas City? Well, so a couple things I think it, it applies even for this game, which is uh, they, they are not afraid of Kansas City. They're not afraid of coming to Arrowhead, and I do think there's an edge that you get with that. You know, Some of these other teams maybe still have the mental hurdle of, uh, it's the Chiefs, it's Mahomes, it's Arrowhead and all that. Well, Cincinnati's beat them three straight times, and we know they beat them at Arrowhead in the biggest game you can possibly play other than the Super Bowl at an AFC title game. And they were down 18 to Kansas City. So in terms of you know, confidence is a huge part of the, the equation here. I also think just uh, the plain skill, skill playmakers on the outside. Uh, you know, you look at Jamar Chase and you take a look at T. Higgins, and boy, we know all those guys are really number one type of wide receivers. And so for Kansas City – you know, that, that's, that is a challenge still for the secondary that's very young. I think they've improved a little bit since week 13 of this season, in, including Trent McDuffie, the, the rookie corner out, out of Washington, who's, who's really played well for them. And so maybe that changes things a little bit to have uh, him with some more experience at this point of the season after missing you know, six games or so earlier. But it, it's, I think confidence is a huge part of this. We've all seen the talking that's been going on uh, from Cincinnati and yesterday from the Chiefs to a certain extent. Like, I think there's, there's a reason for Cincinnati to be arrogant, if you will, heading into this game because they've been able to, to be kind of the kryptonite to the Chiefs. Yeah, one of the differences that you saw when the two teams played in the regular season was the ability to run the football. Uh, you know, the numbers weren't that drastically different, I guess, at the end of the game, but P. Ryan had a big game against, the, you know, KC in the regular season. You saw it last week where a lot of attention has been given to Burrow and the way that he played, but they ran the ball right down Buffalo's throat. Do you think Kansas City has what it takes defensively to slow down the run? And then we know this is kind of an age-old question. you got to be able to run the football and stop the run. How do you think Kansas City's ready to maybe help out Mahomes and take some of the pressure off of that ankle and lean on the run game a little bit, a la they did uh, kind of last week against Jacksonville. Sure, yeah. I mean, starting on the defensive side, the linebackers for Kansas City, plain and simple, have to play better. Willie Gay, Nick Bolton uh, absolutely have to have big games. If not, we're, we're going to be sitting here talking about a very similar result, uh, which not only a Cincinnati win, but where the middle of the field, whether it's in the passing game or the running game, is going to be wide open for Cincy. And you're right, Joe Mixon didn't play in that first matchup in the regular season, but it was P. Ryan that they kind of went a buck twenty-five or so, and also they were able to dump dump the ball off in the flat. The tackling was pitiful from Kansas City in that game. You know, we'll see if it pays off. But the last three or four weeks, they've been a much better tackling team. Uh, that that formula for Kansas City defensively, it sounds like the most basic stuff, but 
that you, you're going to have to be able to tackle way better than what they were doing in the Week 13 matchup. And then on the flip side, for, for your point about, you know, can you help out Mahomes a little bit, for years and years and years, everybody around here, whether it was with Kareem Hunt or whoever the running back was, uh, people would say, well, they got to run the ball more, run the ball more. It's just not going to happen with Andy Reid. Like, it's, it's just not. However, when you've got a lead in the fourth quarter, which, by the way, the Chiefs have had in each of those three meetings, yeah. double digits, and then, of course, a seven-point lead in week 13 before a fumble from Travis Kelsey. That's what people are asking for. Is you're not, Nobody's asking for a 50-50 split, nor should there be. You have Patrick Mahomes. However, are you willing to run the ball when there's five and a half, six minutes left in the game, and you're willing to be dedicated to the running game a little bit more than normal? With Isaiah Pacheco, who I think uh, we, we've all watched him play. I mean, in terms of running hard and running through people with energy, there, there's probably nobody better right now doing that. Uh, so that has to be part of the equation. Can they finish out a game? They have not been able to finish games against Cincinnati, and that's why since he's 3-0 and against them, even if the, the margin of defeat has only been three games in each game. Alex, I, I know you've got to get going here, but I've got to ask this question. If Cincinnati goes in and Mahomes is you know, pretty hobbled and it looks worse during the game than it did in a couple videos this week, and the Bengals win this and go to the Super Bowl, what are Chiefs fans thinking now about the Chiefs especially as it pertains to the Cincinnati Bengals, who I think if they win, that'd be their fourth straight victory. Right. So, I mean, big picture in the AFC, I think Chiefs fans have already looked at and moved kind of past Buffalo in terms of, all right, this is, all right, it's going to be Joe Burrow and Mahomes. It's going to be Cincinnati and Kansas City. That's going to be the, the enemy number one. Uh, you know, Josh Allen, as great as he is, hasn't been able to win the big games. Joe Burrow certainly has. And so I think that's already happened a little bit here in Kansas City. And then in terms of legacy-type discussion, I think, it will be a very long offseason uh, in, in Kansas City hearing all the national talk shows uh, discussing Joe Burrow, if, if he's better, is he better uh, than Patrick Mahomes, which, by the way, I, look, I think Joe Burrow is the second-best quarterback in football, but I do think it would be ludicrous uh, to talk about it this week or next week if Patrick Mahomes loses to Joe Burrow to suggest that Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. I mean, look at the first five years of Mahomes' career. He's had a better five-year start than any quarterback in NFL history. That's something that I think universally everybody agreed to, but now we're, we're suddenly changing that. <laughs> Burrow has to get a ring for you to even remotely uh, start to have that conversation. And because and, Mahomes is going to have two MVPs uh, no matter what happens this weekend, and he's already got one ring. So to me, Joe Burrow's got to have a ring before we can even have a real conversation about uh, Joe Burrow surpassing Mahomes. Yeah, it should be a, it's a great new rivalry in the AFC. Obviously, last year's AFC title game rematch this year. We cannot wait for it on Sunday. Alex Gold from Sports Radio. Uh, they're in Kansas City, 610 in KC, host to Cody and Gold and that betting show also on the BetQL uh, network. Uh, we appreciate the time, and Have fun covering that game this weekend. It's going to be an absolute blast. And uh, we always appreciate the time, and hopefully we can do this again soon. Of course, guys. Appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 